Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, the championship series preview episode. Rangers, Astros, Phillies, D-backs. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining. If you've been following along throughout the postseason, it'd be nice if you subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much. We are continuing. We've got a lot of playoff baseball left. All of this has been brought to you by SeatGeek. And if you use code JOHNBOYPLAYOFFS, you get 10% off your order, whether you're a first-time buyer or not. So take your phone, open the SeatGeek app, and add JOHNBOY postseason to your account. Uh, some of these stadiums are going to be raucous environments are going to be fun. So even if you're not a fan of these four teams, I think you still go get yourself some tickets, enjoy the show and the party. We got some previewing to do guys, but first, uh, some like final thoughts on the divisional series, Trev, you went, uh, one for four on your predictions. Yeah. Tough one. Um, I think we've seen big innings be a huge part of this postseason. Um, and again, the the home run play a big part in this postseason. Philadelphia just came and took care of business. Nick Castellanos hit the freaking on switch. Uh, last two games there in Philadelphia. I thought that was such a, a great series. So many great storylines there. The entertainment value, the off-the-field stuff was great. Um, for the Diamondbacks to get there in the National League, they just they just beat the Dodgers bad. So I'm really looking forward to that matchup because I feel like the Diamondbacks feel like giant slayers right now. And maybe they don't feel that way. Maybe they just feel like they're a good baseball team, but that's the narrative I'm running with. And I believe, you know, like why can't they do it against the Phillies? Jake, how are you? James, Trevor, Davis, boy, Trev. Yeah, it's, no, I mean Jimmy's got a perfect prediction going this this off season. Um, hasn't gotten any of the four. haven't gotten any of the teams wrong yet. Um, that's You're right. That's a perfect game. Uh, man, the snakes they haven't lost a game yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> no need. Uh, and then the Phillies do the exact same thing to the Atlanta Braves. A whole year to think about it and. You're Atlanta. Oh my God. And then, you know, media gets involved, lamestream media like us. And man, tough look for Atlanta. You go from dominant, like, oh, is this going to be start of a dynasty and like one of the better teams we've ever seen to now? It's like, you're the, are you the little brother in your own division? So we're going to have, wow. We're going to have a lot of time to talk some Atlanta baseball. Um, And then in the senior circuit, I mean, all right, Houston. We preview preview ready for them. Got the scouting report. Verlander, Framber, <laughs> get some Javier and Urquidy, and let's see what the Texas Rangers have for him. Because Trev, I know you were going through their last series they played, and that was during the bad Texas Rangers time, and they didn't have much for him. So, um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for Jim, as you touched upon the playoffs playoff atmospheres have been so much better i mean philly last night is as good as it gets um and you know texas likes getting at each other and these baby snakes and philly's just 
just a living madhouse every day, whether it's Phillies, Eagles, or even as they get ready for Sixers. Like, that place is just nuts. That Those games are the most fun to tune into. The other crowds are going to bring it, but yeah, the Phillies are kind of winning, I think, a lot of third party fans unless you're obviously an nl east fan like a mets or marlins fan you're probably like fuck this but if you're not you're just and if you're just watching it especially al fans it's just like that this is awesome the quotes the cockiness the confidence is is awesome um and the d-backs trev i'm interested to see how they respond to a loss because they've just haven't had no need any like no need yeah they haven't had yeah but but uh but that's why like if they can keep the momentum, win game one, like I almost, I think it just keeps picking up steam. And they're like, uh, confidence is going to play a huge part because they they have to feel a little invincible right now. I mean, they like, they didn't even get like anything. They were behind in the the opening game of the wild card round, three nothing to the Brew Crew, came back and did it. So a little bit of adversity there. Uh, another thing that I think we need to mention is the fact that Kevin Ginkle and I were DMing each other last night. So we are so slutty. I am, bro. When it comes to when it comes to ball players, I'm gonna be DMing you guys all the time. So yeah, uh that's gotta play a huge part in this series. I mean look, I am I'm a Philly forever. But me and Ginks got something that if he comes in in the eighth inning, he's got to mow down Harper and Turner and Castellanos, I think you know I don't know who I'll be rooting for in that situation. That's that's a tough matchup for me. Those are some of my boys, and uh, Ginks is kind of like the flavor of the week for me. Don't mean that in any disrespectful way, Kev. I mean it's that's already that T-shirt is going to be in the Phillies clubhouse tomorrow. Yeah, Trevor Plouffe was DMing Ginkle. Oh. Our Trevor Plouffe, Philly legend. Oh, five well, games played. Let's start in the AL. We got the Rangers taking on the Astros. These teams, uh, they had beef during the regular season. We didn't get a lot of brawls at all this year in baseball. This was one of the benches clearings we had was between these two teams. And uh, this series, not recap, that's what we've been doing. This series preview is brought to you by Better Help. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like, you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. There's that saying of, um, oh, I'm blanking on it. It's a great saying of like, if your friend like gets hurt physically, you would be like, hey, man, how you doing the next day? But we don't do that as uh, especially men Agreed. Uh, for like brain waves. There's a much cooler like saying and story about two guys on a boat where that gets that point across that I'm I'm blanking on right now. But anyway, make sure your brain make your brain your friend with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash talking baseball today to get 10 percent off your first month. That's better Help H E L P dot com slash talking baseball. All right, we got the two Texas teams. We got the Astros in the championship series, which is inevitable. We have uh if the Astros win and the Phillies win, a World Series recap that can take place. We've got two teams that are kind of uh I think hot right now. If you both get to the CS, I think it's pretty easy to say both teams are hot, but neither went 
five games, four games for the Astros, three for the Rangers. So no, no team got put through the ringer here is I guess more the sentiment I'm trying to get of like, they used all their pen, the rotations out of whack. I know we kind of have two teams ready to go rested getting ready. Jake, what are you most excited about? Or what's like a, a must watch aspect of this series? Okay. I, I like that, Jim. And and Trev actually kind of started linking into it uh, with the Ginkle stuff. I, I'm getting almost like March Madness vibes from this whole tournament that like we, we've got some of the winning teams. It feels like we entered the Sweet 16 and we haven't, you know, everything's worked. Like the Texas Rangers also have not lost a postseason game. Like we we haven't seen a Chapman or LeClerc or anyone run into trouble like we. We haven't seen like a reliever have to go out there the next day after having a bad day. You know, we we haven't had too much of like that baseball drama yet that it's what we've been saying. Like, I, I want to see the back and forth because I don't want to say these teams haven't been tested. Like, you know, Houston had to go to Minnesota and win two games in Minnesota, like a, a franchise that was thirsty for postseason success. The Dodgers, like, you know, we... We've we've talked our ish recently on this program that, you know, they're they still need to do a lot more to be respected as how good their run has been regular season wise and on paper that um, in this one, uh, you're going to get me attached to the old dogs. Like, give me the sh- pump the Scherzer storyline into my veins. Justin Verlander, like and the other thing I like that uh, when we were live streaming and we'll be live streaming Sunday, Monday, all these games. So come join us at JM baseball. Um, I'm looking at the big money guys. Uh, like when there was a Texas Rangers rally and Simeon and Seeger were on base. And I think Jolly said, he's like, well, that's a half a bill on the bases. It's like, Ooh, okay. Like these teams have paid dudes. Let's see it. Yeah, they're they're superstars all over this uh, ALCS. Uh, I, I have a question because on our sheet, that our awesome uh, statistician Dalton Feely put out. He's got Eovaldi uh, in the first game on MLB.com. They have Jordan Montgomery going the first game. Do we have any clarity on that? Because there's some there's some matchups that are you know if you're a, a Rangers fan, you want to look out for you know if Eovaldi against uh, Altuve. Uh, Altuve has got five homers and 38 at bats against him. Alex Bregman is batting 421, eight for 19 with a 1.2 against him. Jordan Alvarez, you don't even want to know the numbers. He's eight for 11 for a 727 average, three doubles a homer for a 1.9. I'm curious to see if they, you know, I, I think it looks like it came out an hour ago. Ah, uh, no, it's this Montgomery. Is... I, I, they have enough time to set up however they want. So that's kind of a big decision for Bochi there. I guess both guys will have to go two games or, you know, if the series goes long enough, but you want to, you want to set the momentum in your favor right away. Um, game ones are obviously important. It, it, that's a big decision. I don't know if we have clarity on yet, but where, I, I guess, where would you guys go with that, with that information? And Montgomery, you know, has a few matchups. It's, it's more like Maldonado and Altuve and Bregman haven't, Hit him very well. There's not a lot of people that have faced him a lot. Um, Evaldi's like been a great big game pitcher for you know quite some time now and showed up in these playoffs as well. But do you lean Montgomery just because of the numbers? 
how I make the decision between game one and two is just counting the off days and who do you want if you get who do you want to guarantee um both guys will be able to pitch two times the sixth and the seventh game. Is that how it works? Or could you do a three man with the off days? I think that they're going to look at uh well, depending on how like Scherzer looks. It's going to go Eovaldi, Montgomery. One of those two could flip-flop. And then I think they're going to do the same thing with like a Heaney-Dunning. And yeah. then, yeah, it depends on how all of that goes, how the bullpen is looking. And if Scherzer is healthy, Scherzer can go game four as a starter. Um, I guess there's still a lot of stuff up in the air as far as pitching for Texas. But that's a, that's a those numbers against Eovaldi, that's something to look out for. When you have guys, I mean, those aren't really small sample sizes either. That means they feel comfortable against him. And they're going into go, like, okay. I mean, I'm interested to see when those most of those at bats took place. But yeah. Yeah. I man, I, I'm not trying to disrespect the Orioles or the Rays here at all. Truly, I know I joke about that a lot, but the this Astros team is a way different opponent than the Orioles team was. Uh they've all been here before. The the Rangers got walked 18 times in three games. Like the Orioles gave a lot of free bases. They 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 gave uh, themselves a lot of hard situations to get out of. And when they had those like big Ranger rallies going, they almost felt like, oh, shit, like this feels like an inning that we're going to give up runs. The Astros are just a little more fine tuned, a little less like jittery and nervous about this. They live in the CS. So I don't think that the Rangers can't beat the Astros uh, or give them a good series, but it's a way different opponent than they just faced in the Orioles as far as just like, you know, the Orioles first time here, a lot of young players, um, yeah. a lot of manager navigating a postseason bullpen for the first time. Now you got a guy who does it, you know, in his sleep. So it's going to be a, a much harder task. The only way they can beat them, I think is, is bludgeoning them with offense. And we always talk about how Verlander struggles early. He bends. And if he doesn't break in those first, like that first time through and finds it, you're fucked. The Rangers are going to need to like get on pitchers their first time through the lineup to, to get a shot in this. You got to get ahead on the Astros to beat the Astros. Experience matters. Um, and I, I think whether you're talking Houston and you know, that stat that popped up that Altuve Bregman have played 90 playoff games in the past uh, since 2017. Trev, I know you like the, you know, pop bottles on the count of seven because they've been to seven straight ALCSs. Um, experience matters. And you could do that with the ball players. You could do that with our. Uh, your mic's down. Experience matters. Whether you're talking that Texas Rangers manager, whether you're talking the Houston Astros manager, when you guys were talking Texas is pitching, I started to get fired up. Cause I wonder if Boach has some up his sleeve. Uh, the only thing, you know, you mentioned all those stats with Evaldi Trev boring, not into yeah. that. You know what Agreed. matters? Nor Nathan Evaldi's from Texas, Texas forever. My friend, yeah. uh, same high school as Nolan Ryan. We got the two Texas what? teams in here. I have Bochy rip up them stats, throw Nate out there, close it with Scherzer, drop it on the table. What are we doing here? Um, no, I, I don't think that happens, but I'm, with the Astros, the 90 games played, Bregman, uh, Altuve. Hey, Corey Seager on the other side. Let's not forget, like, a World Series MVP in his bag. Um, so I'm 
I don't know, man. I, I think experience matters. I, I think we kind of went away from that as baseball, and now we've got the two uh, winningest managers uh, active in baseball in this championship series. And you just look around, how many big games has Verlander big in, been in? Framber by this point. How many big games has he been in? Um, God. What, is, what does Texas need to do to beat Houston? Like, isn't that how we should be phrasing this? Probably, you know, Houston did win the division. They've been to the ALCS seven times. I think the formula for the Rangers has been yes, let's let's score some runs in bunches, but also they got they got great starting pitching performances. They didn't have to their bullpen didn't get exposed because they didn't have to expose it. Like they they were able to pare it down to a few guys. In my mind, I can't wrap my head around a, a series where. The Rangers starting pitchers are just going to go seven in a game or even six every game where we're just going to be able to pare it down to, you know, a few guys, Leclerc or, or Spores or even, I mean, Chapman looked a little shaky, bro. He's looked shaky. He's got like the bullpen has done the job. The, the numbers are good, but like there has been some moments. And is this the series where we see what everyone has been talking about? Like, is that bullpen going to get exposed? Dude, I mean, this is this is the Astros. I agree. I I think it's we're talking. How do you defeat this team? It's very difficult. I I I don't have an answer. I just watched them up close and personal with my twins. I mean, I was in on every single pitch, and you just have to play perfect baseball. You can't walk anybody. You can't make errors. You better hit with runners in scoring position, which the Texas Rangers have been doing this postseason. You got to get early leads. Like you just have to do every all the cliches you have to do against the Astros, and it still might be not be enough because your Don might just pump you because he feels like it. So it's um, I I does Houston and Dallas like do they have beef? Oh yeah, yeah. Like they don't like each other like that. Not like the teams. I'm saying like the cities themselves. Oh yeah, it's a big. Is Dallas, Dallas like hey they're... we're Dallas? Dallas thinks they're better than Houston. Oh, uh, Dallas, man. Dallas thinks like the Houston weather is the worst thing in the world. And it's like, Hey guys, it's the same weather just with like a couple more sweat beads. Like it, it's same, same, but yeah, they're two, two natural city rivalries just cause they're the closest cities. And they're like, we let's do that. I feel like Dallas is a little more uppity than Houston. Houston's a little bit for the streets. A little more Texas the heat. That's the heat. Yeah. They, they, the, air conditioning was invented in Houston. So that's how, how hot it was there. They finally said, let's do something about this. Space City? Astros have four starters. Rangers have two and a half. Hey, Andrew Heaney. They didn't even use him as a starter. They used him as a half. Slash Dane Dunning. King, that's, you, that's, half. that's one. That's one. <laughs> Okay, so that's a combined one. So they have a, yeah. they have two solo starters, a combined starter, and a maybe Scherzer. Uh, that might be the difference in the seven-game set. Scherzer, Martin Perez. We got all sorts of half points. They're like, what's what's the game where you get the coins, Jimmy? We just did a watching on it. Legends of, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, uh, they got they got all sorts Omax, of... I know. Omax uh, token? Yeah, pendant. A pendant. Half pendant. pendant, full pendant. Yeah, You're so right, like... I think let me let me think about the teams. Yeah, Houston is the only team left where everybody knows their role and when they're coming into the game, 
and that's it. Like they play their game. They have six, seven, eight, nine covered. Like they don't have to uh, bring in like Topper had to do yesterday. They don't have to bring in Presley in the seventh. They'll never do that. They need to knock a pitcher out before the fifth. They need to disrupt that comfortability of the Astros. And but I even think if that's you do that, they, that they have Hunter some, Brown there. No, just I know. The Bennings, it's like crazy. It's a, t- it's a very tough series. You're going to have to jump on starting pitchers. Houston is, yeah. I mean, so yeah, would you give Houston is a what favorite in this series? A minus what? Is it close? 120? Is it a 150? Like, how are you, how are you capping this series, talking Jake? Wow. What do you think Damn. they have it at? Heavy gambling chat. I, I would guess Houston is minus 150, something like that. Um, I I think with what they've shown this postseason, uh, their history, they, they have to be the favorites. They have home field. Um, yeah, and uh, Texas, uh, like, like Jimmy was saying, this, this run's been awesome. And, you know, the Texas Rangers were one of the feared teams in the AL for 80% of this season, they just pissed it away uh, yes. in like a three. They should have home field advantage. I mean, that's the crazy thing. Um, and that's why I was nervous about them going into the postseason, but I've been wrong about them. And, you know, if I'm being honest, everything comes up Houston. Like the past, uh, the past 10 games these two teams have played, Houston's won eight. Um, you know, you mentioned some of the Evaldi numbers. You mentioned how they're pitching, although it could be beautiful, right? Like they kind of do have the starting pitchers that Jim talks about being able to kick to the bullpen in the postseason. And, you know, I think the best example in recent history was how the Nats used Patrick Corbin. It also might have jacked up his arm for a little bit, but he got that bag. Um, but you know, if, if Boach hits the right buttons at the right times and you get some three inning Heaney Dunning performances. Um, you know, that all of that being said and pitching's awesome and screw pitchers, Trev, it's the hitting. Look what's going on with the Phillies. Look what's going on with the Diamondbacks. And then look at these two teams. If you're putting crooked numbers on the board, like that's it. That's it. Um, and Texas can do that. So it's just a matter. I how about this? If Houston wins this series, you gotta you gotta rough up JV or Frammer in the first two games. Like you got to give them the business, like three point yeah, two, four or five yeah. runs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree. I just, yeah, man. I, I, I don't know what the recipe is to beat the Astros. I guess we have to go back and look at the Braves did it in 2021. What do they do? That that series is so far gone in my brain. We've covered so much more baseball since then. I think Max Freed was really good, if I remember correctly. Maybe I mean, it not. went it went six. That yeah. series, um, I think Howie Kendrick hit the pole. <laughs> that was a couple years prior, and before that, that Joe Carter. It's just so much baseball. Look, the, the the bottom line is Houston has an answer for everything. If you guys are talking about one of their starters getting knocked out early, I mentioned Hunter Brown's just going to come in and play long man and to get to their good bullpen um Bramber got and- really roughed around in that world series they knocked him out before the third inning ended both times atlanta so Framber got he was 
Uh, um, well, one of those games, the Astros came back to win, but they had to use a lot of bullpen. Yeah, you're going to have to do that a couple times in a row, I guess, to, re- to really disrupt what the Astros want to do with their pitching. You'd have to knock their starters out early two games in a row and really get those guys tired because they're so... Those guys coming out of the bullpen right now are so fresh and so live, and their arms look so good. It's like, how Ion do you tire Anderson. them out? I don't know. That was the Ion Anderson World Series. He shut him uh, down in game four, and it was kind of the turning point because the Braves won 2 nothing, and uh, Anderson in that bullpen, which everyone was a little weary of, shut the Astros down. And then in the last, game, yeah. that was game three. Sorry, it was 1-1. One to one. That was game three. The Braves went up. And then in game four, was that um, that was Dylan Lee to Kyle Wright. So what oh. the Braves did is they threw pitchers. The Astros did couldn't Never scout. Unfamili- <laughs> unfamiliarity helped instead of in this situation familiarity. So uh, my official prediction is um, uh, um, six games. I, I really like don't believe that. that. I think it's five games. That's the last time Houston has lost a playoff series was the World Series of 2021, people. Which makes sense. Uh, Are we doing predictions now? We have always done predictions. I know. I'm just... Is it time? I haven't really even... Like, my everything in my... We just talked about everything says Houston. Everything says Houston. But the Texas Rangers are just gotten the job done so far jake you go first nice trev um i'm going houston it it feels like texas obviously any team can win a series shut up jake um but they need they can't they can't lose a win like if eraldis chapman gets clipped in an eighth inning which i've seen eraldis chapman get clipped by this team uh, a couple times uh, LeClerc, who, you know, has looked a lot better and he had his neck thing earlier in the year. Uh, I don't think he's looked invincible. <laughs> I think the matchups have lined up a little okay for them. Like Texas, you basically can't blow a lead late. You basically can't have a starter get rocked early. You're walking a tight rope. Um, I'm not going to bet against Houston anymore. I, I they They do this all the time. So if Texas wants to surprise me, go knock yourselves out. Go nuts, Seager, Adolis, Evan Carter. I mentioned all these guys getting paid a lot. He'll get paid a lot one day. Uh, right now, he just doesn't get out. So I, I don't know. I know what I know with Houston. Maybe it's a kiss of death because I've I've been pretty horrible at predicting these series, this playoffs. Um, but I'm I'm going Houston, and it, I don't know how you can not. So you and I both picked the Twins to upset the Astros in the DS round, and now you're saying Houston can't be beat. Essentially, is it was that wishful thinking with the Twins? Oh yeah, you kind of had a big smile. You had a glimmer in your eye yeah. I hadn't seen before, like That's Twins baseball winning playoff series. Yeah, I was I was into it. They had a chance, man, and and they the Twins were able to hold them down offensively a little bit. Um, in that last game, still couldn't score enough runs. This one's tough for me because I, I, I too, like in my head, I'm like, it's Houston. There's no doubt. Even against the Twins, you're like, the Twins 
were looking to play like spoiler and like underdog and all that stuff. And it was a good story. And obviously I root for them. Um, I'm going to say Texas figures it out though. I'm going to say Texas figures it out. I've kind of been against them all year long. I've said, I just didn't believe in the roster and like them coming together. Then there was injuries. They figured it out. I think having being able to reset the pitching, I think nasty Nate is the key here. Like he's just got to be a dog. And if he's a dog and those numbers don't indicate that he will be against the middle of the lineup, which is scaring me. But if Nate's a dog, I think Montgomery can do it and they can figure it out. I think they're going to hit. I, I don't think that the Texas Rangers are going to be like shutout or, um, you know, their offense, their offense is going to be down in this series. I think they're going to put together a nice offensive series. And they just got to steal the steal one in Houston. It's two, three, two. Steal one in Houston. Go back home. Try to do your thing. You know, my mind, everything wants me to take the Astros in this series, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Rangers. I think it's gonna be a very tough series. I think. I think. I think it's gonna be a lot more fun than people are gonna give it credit for. I'll go Texas Rangers. And what did you say, James? Six. I want to say six to to not, but I believe five. I'll go Texas Rangers in seven. I think this series might go. Okay. I'd like that. I thought yeah. the, I thought the Orioles were going to take him five. Rangers smoked him. This is this is obnoxious, but I you know, I remember it was the story of one of the postseasons. I I hope this, you know, between resting bullpens, not showing bullpen enough, and with how explosive these offenses can be, I hope we don't have like a bunch of six to one games in the fifth inning where, you know they start mailing it in like let's let's keep these tight let's go back and forth like there's there's so much talent that like with that Phillies Brave series we saw two heavyweights matching up Texas can be a heavyweight Houston yes. is the heavyweight like yes. hopefully these teams can go blow to blow and give us the good baseball that that baseball deserves that'd be nice Paid against the Astros what am I doing man what am I doing? No. Hey, can you read your Don stats against Evaldi just one more time and then confirm that Texas pick? Yeah, uh, I will actually. They're ridiculous. They're eight for eleven for a seven twenty-seven average, three doubles, a homer, four runs driven in, two walks, only one K for a one dot nine eight seven OPS. Almost two dotting off Evaldi. Uh Alex Bregman, eight for nineteen for a four twenty-one, three doubles a homer, two ribbies, three walks for a one dot two. Jose Altuve. These guys get everybody though. Like this isn't this isn't some like whoa. I think your Don numbers (laughs) eight for eleven is a little different. But I mean, dude, I bet I bet I'm gonna look it up right now as we move on. I'll just I'm gonna go to your Don versus pitchers uh, page and just see who he absolutely crushes. If he of all these number one, I might change my pick. I don't think he will be though. Eight for you think he's got someone better like with that many at bats? We're gonna find out right now. That'd be nuts. James, you're just doing games again. Give me a lean. Yeah, Don't make a, a pick. Just make a lean. I'm on a roll. Well I, well, I think I pretty much I said it, but I win both ways. You know, I got Diamondbacks in three. This is interesting because I have his stats up right now, and he this maybe this includes the postseason. I have him five for seven against Nathan Eovaldi during the regular season. 
So maybe that there was some postseason at bats uh, thrown in there as well. Where would they have faced him with Nate Dog in the with the Red Sox? Yeah, I think you can do that. I think you might have to go Avaldi's uh, page, Avaldi versus batter, and then they well, give out. Or like when you click on, let's see, I'll find it. So I hey, can I say one thing quick? Sure. This series really has the potential to be awesome. Like I just did it around the horn. I know baseball doesn't work like this with football matchups wise, but like if you go first base, Abreu versus Nathaniel Lowe, like the young first baseman who's, you know, got gotten a taste, Jose Abreu, bad year. And then he just crushed the DS. He's back. Your second baseman, Altuve Simeon, don't even need to explain that. Uh, Seager Pena, those are two different sides of the coin, but both fun. Thick neck Josh Young and Bregman. Like, you go out to right field, Adolis and Kyle Tucker, they're like inverted superstars. <laughs> like, <laughs> those guys are sick. The unsug center fielders who are both good. And then left field, you got the old dog, Dr. Smooth Michael Brantley, back at it against Evan Carter, the kid. Um Jordan doesn't fully have the the DH that lines up Mitch Garver city, but I don't know. Hey. Like this, this series can be it in Texas. These teams fought during the year. Like give us Phillies Braves with a little more back and forth. Jordan versus Evaldi in the playoffs. He's uh, three, three for four. four with a walk. Yeah. Line yeah. out walk, single, double, double regular season. Seven for 11. S- Single, double, walk, home run. Those are his first four. Single, double, walk, home run, single. So he's five. he was four for four with a walk to start his career off Vivaldi. Then ground out, fly ball, sack fly, uh, strikeout looking, single. So, okay, in his last four regular season, he's one for four. Uh-oh. Kevin Gossman, who has been in the news um, oh, via his Twitter, uh, has held Ordon Jordan hitless. Oh for ten with seven Ks. So hey, Nate Dog, why don't you go study what he's got? A little bit of this. Just yeah, just get that. the best splitter in baseball. Figure it out. And shout out Ross Stripling as well. And Shamanaya. One for sixteen. Two big yeah, lefties going at it young. right there. I feel like Jordan's never been young. He's just been Jordan, dude. Wait, hold on. I think I found a worse pitcher. Regular season, postseason combined. Okay. Uh, Irvin Cole. Yeah, Cole Irvin is uh, Irvin eight for Tom 20 in the Cole. regular season. against. Oh, him. never mind then. Uh, and Marco Gonzalez, you got eight hits against him combined. Those are the three Get- pitchers that Jordan has eight hits against. What a combined Taylor Hearn is he's seven for 14 against Taylor. <laughs> Not as bad as Evaldi. All right. All right. That wraps that up. Moving on to the national league, which is brought to you by DraftKings. Actually update. Eves did find the number They're minus minus one forty. Was that it? Yes. So you can go bet on the Astros on DraftKings uh, at that uh, if you want, baseball players are underway. Things are heating up in the ballpark. Drafting Sportsbook, you won't miss a moment of the baseball action. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. If you tune into the live streams, there's a lot of like very gentle, harmless, uh, um, responsible, fun parlays that 
they've been doing in there. Joe screwed us and everyone else. No one got anything right. So uh, head to DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TALK and new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALKIN. The crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort licensee partner golden nugget lake charles 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario cdkng.co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming Resources bonus bets expire seven days after insurance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. National League. Where'd my sheet go? Oh no. Well, it's Phillies and D backs. Jake, your D backs. You wanna sure. I lost my sheet, so you take us on the journey. Well, uh, like I mentioned, Arizona refuses to lose. Uh Undefeated on road and home, 4-0 on the road, 1-0 at home. Uh, man, it's been the story of big innings, like, you know, that last Dodgers game. <laughs> they uh, they put up all their runs early, and then there was that moment late, like, oh, boy, uh, what, what else do we got? We saw it against the Brew Crew. I think the real story has been the relief pitching. They have put their squad together, their A squad Paul Seawald, who they traded for at the deadline. Uh, Ryan Thompson has been absolutely gross. Your guy, Andrew Salfrank, Jim, um, has been a lefty menace that I'm excited uh, for. The the thing I'm currently most excited are the late game matchups because that's what Lavello has been pressing the right buttons. Uh, it's It's been a thing of beauty that, um, you know, the, the a couple of those guys, Ryan Thompson has that crazy low sidearm righty slot. Like when he he's a he's an awful at bat for any right-handed batter. These Phillies are so balanced. Um, you know, we even they they've been they've kept Castellanos at the bottom of the lineup as he's hit four homers in his last six at bats or something like that. Like they have the lineup depth that these these snakes relievers that have been locked down and awesome and fun to watch. Uh, you know, a young Andrew Salfrank is going to run into some righties. Like, you know, hey, that that Schwarber-Harper lane, uh, Trey Turner <laughs> is in the mix there. So I, I'm excited for this bullpen that has clearly come together. We don't even need to mention the gink job. Um, I'm excited to see how these guys react to the next step because it's, I think it's what's been the difference for the Snakes. Like, uh you know, the, the offense has kind of been there this year. Corbin Carroll's a star. Cattell Marte is the only switch hitter with multiple home runs in this postseason. Uh, that, like, the Snakes' offense is going to do their thing. They can get you with pop. They can get you with speed. Like, they can do a lot of things out there. I think the bullpen becoming maybe the most impressive of the postseason so far, for me, that's the storyline going against, God, all of those Phillies, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. I think that, I think that beating the Dodgers though, and the way that they beat the Dodgers, and you could talk about the Dodgers roster and the starting pitching that they had, and they went out and beat 
the Dodgers. And I think if you do that and you're the Diamondbacks who like have been decimated by the Dodgers in recent years, I think you feel like you can beat anyone now. So that whole like, hey, we're just here to have a good time thing, that's freaking done for the Diamondbacks. They think they can win this whole damn thing, and they can with the way they've been playing. Um, it is going to be a, a great series. I, I do look forward to some of the bullpen matchups. I think the starting pitching is is pretty dang close uh, in this series. I'd probably give the edge to the to the Phillies a little bit just because Plot versus Suarez is, I think, leans Phillies there. But you're talking Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon going up against Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola. That's that's awesome. That's awesome ball right there. Um, the stakes got to continue to hit homers. Have we gotten word on Gabriel Moreno yet? He's good. He's good. He's a ball. Get the hand behind your back. Get that thing back. Yeah. Show him Jake. Which one of you was a catcher? Was it Jimmy? That's right. Tell him. Put that thing behind there. Um, I never got that. Never got hit there. No, I never understood catchers who didn't do that. It's like uh, infield, like third baseman didn't wear cups. I'm like, why? Like uh, what, what is, what, Unless you're Juan Uribe, then you don't need a cup. Yeah. Um, the Diamondbacks lead this postseason in home runs. They have to continue that trend. If they don't continue that trend, then they're not going to be able to compete with the Phillies because the Phillies are going to hit homers. But the Diamondbacks look like they are locked in. I mean, the, the, the swings that they were taking against the Dodgers pitching staff, I couldn't believe my eyes. I mean, these guys are leaning back on the ball. They're going to have to do that in this series big time. And I think they can. I, I think they're going to be able to to do it. Um, these bullpens, I, I like both of them. You just mentioned how the Diamondbacks have kind of found, you know, Torrey's found the guys that he likes. Some of them are young, but they're nasty and they're getting the job done. On the Philly side, it's more of like the old dogs, guys that have been around the block. Soto's been around. Uh, Alvarado's been around. Obviously, Craig Kimball's been around. Um, we got Matt Strom closing out games. They, they, it's a little bit more tried and true here with Philadelphia, but I don't think you can overlook the snakes and the brand of baseball they're playing. I think they're the only team left, uh, in the postseason that's playing the 2023 brand of baseball. You know, we're going to steal a bunch of bags. They're still, they're still kind of moving runners over at the bottom of the lineup with Perdomo. You know, if they don't feel like it's the right situation, let them swing away. Like they're, they're putting together all those good kind of like, I don't want to call it old school baseball at bats. It's just good, good baseball at bats. Uh, and they're mixing that with the long ball. They got to continue to do uh, both of those things if they want to have a chance in this series. I really like this stat that Dalt has here on our prep sheet about the D backs have, uh, when they're behind in counts, they have a 123 F. Average the lowest of the remaining teams when they're ahead, almost a 400 batting average. That probably the the ebb and flow of that's probably very similar for all teams. Obviously, it's a big difference being ahead or behind, but to have the best of the remaining and the worst means you know, especially the starting pitching. Like get ahead of these guys and stay on them. And and much like we talked about cluster innings, the other note here is that the D-backs have scored in 12 innings this postseason. Seven of those 12, they've scored two or more runs. I think six, they've scored three or more runs. So when they they feed off each other, like you heard Tommy Pham talking about all those home runs, like they pass that baton and they're like, your fucking turn, dude. Don't let us down. Much like Trev's debut when there was even more added pressure. 
What? Can we Your get first that ever picture? at bat. Can we get that picture of Trev making his debut in those 1920s uniforms? Um, that that always warms my heart. Um, Your first career at bat, you said like it was like single, single. And you were like, I got to be part of this rally. Yeah, no, it's I had the easiest first at bat in maybe big league history. Okay. We were already up like five or six to nothing. It was bases loaded. Dave Bush on the mound throwing 88 miles an hour. I was happy. Um, You mentioned the starting pitching. It, de- it definitely leans Philly because Ranger Suarez, we need to stop treating as like, I don't know, the Phillies bonus piece. I think now in 21, uh, what's he got? After last night, 23.1 postseason innings, a 116 ERA. And like it's against Atlanta, it's against Houston, it's against San Diego last year. Like Ranger Suarez, like he's, he's not the bonus piece with those dudes. I know it's not as stretched out, but like, um, although I'm so excited to see, and I, I know I teed it up after his last one, Brandon fought with the confidence booster of taking down the Dodgers last time. I do want to see that, but, uh, Against the Phillies, you don't. I do like Zach Gallen a little more against the Phillies than Spencer Strider. Like, Spencer Strider is going to beat you with pure talent and stuff, right? Like, you're getting fastball slider 90, 98% of the time, 92% of the time. Zach Gallen's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say he's our Greg Maddox, but Zach Gallen's going to beat you with location and picks, pitch mix, and we saw him. You know, Jimmy put that video together. Freddie Freeman, that 3-2 curveball. Like, I kind of like him as a better matchup for the Phillies as the one than Strider was for the Braves. Also, they see him in division and all that kind of stuff, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you're going to get your your snakes cluster innings. Um, that, man, I, I think the late game. And we saw, you know, Rob Thompson, topper, how he used Phillies pen last night. You know, we're... We said it in that the third and final snakes Dodgers games, you know, one pitch away, they had the game, the game winning run up to the plate that if we were like, oh, the snakes let the Dodgers off the hook, watch out. If Rob Thompson cut his bullpen a little short last night and a Matt Strom or Orion Kirkering blows that game. And by the way, Ronald Acuna Jr. hit one to a part of the ballpark that could have changed that whole series. Um, I think, I think it's coming down to bullpens. If, if Phillies, who's is, is used to this postseason run, and they've walked the tightrope backs, and they ask guys down there to do whatever, whenever, if they continue to do that, they're gonna go home. If if what's happening down there for the snakes continues to be dominant, I like them. You ever played in a scramble golf tournament sure. where you know? So for people that don't know. I'm going to use like the putting analogy here. Uh, And this is going to be for the Phillies. You get on in a scramble, you got a a four man group and basically everyone takes the same shot from the same location. Right. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about this Phillies lineup. You're lining up a, a 12 foot putt. And if the first guy doesn't make it, they ex- you expect the second guy to make it. If the second guy doesn't make it, you expect the third guy to make it. And by the fourth guy, you you probably are going to make that putt. You got a bunch of different reads on it, and you feel really good about your chances making that putt with four guys looking at it. I feel the same way about Philly's lineup. That's that's the way they approach it. If you don't get the job done, Trey or Schwarber, I'll get the job done. And if Harper doesn't get the job done, 
Uh, Alec Bohm's going to get the job done. If he doesn't get the job done, JT Riomuto is getting the job done, and so on and so forth, all the way down the dang line until you have Nick Castellanos down there hitting four homers in two games, setting postseason records. Like They, like the Astros, their offense feels inevitable to me, and I think that's going to be a big part of this series is can they're going to get theirs. Can the Diamondbacks match the offensive output that the Phillies are going to put out there? That's kind of the key to me in this this series is can the can the snakes continue the homer run that they've been on? Can the snakes can the snakes get to the Phillies pitching? I mean, Dodgers pitching they destroyed. It made it look very easy. Are they going to do that to uh, to Wheeler Nola? I they, mean, these guys did have to looked... the they did to the Brewers a little bit too. Yeah, like Corbin Burns, Devin Williams. Like the, it, it's not like these guys have been taking down no names along the way. I, well, I think but, they're but, but yeah, but the other hand, like Nola and Wheeler have been really good. Sure, like sure. they've looked I mean, they've looked good. So Burns and them was the first try. I'm saying like. We're deep into it now. An offense that has just destroyed starting pitchings and starting pitchings that have destroyed like the first couple innings, especially of teams. It's like a kind of a fun bout between the two that they get to meet now. Yeah. This is going to be a good series. I think it's going to be better than a lot of people are going to get credit for. I think maybe we don't have the best uh, TV rating matchups um, for the postseason, but I think that they're there's going to be good baseball played in both of these series. I think that I think the snakes are going to give the Phillies a run for their money. I think this one probably goes. I mean, you're the, the game predictor, James, but I, I don't see the Phillies coming out and just stopping the D backs in their tracks. I feel like the that train's moving a little too fast down there in the desert, Jake. Time for prediction. Yeah. I, I I'm going to go, I'm going to go um, seven. Uh, mm. six or seven, but I'll go seven because uh, I, I agree with you, Trev. I, I think that the Phillies almost Castiano said it like we love like punching back. Like it feels like the Phillies almost they win two games and then they just like, all right. And then they, they get punched a little bit like, oh, yeah, OK, let's let's fight again. Uh, Or sometimes they just need a little wake up. And I I think that the way the Phillies offense is going um. They do score most like it's, they rely on the home run, which you have to in the postseason. But they're going to face some really good starting pitching and a bullpen that's been like utilized really well. Uh, so you're going to have to hit a bunch of solo home runs. They did that to win the series against the Braves. But I just like the uh, Diamondbacks pitching to win some games. Like I think Gallon uh, can shut down a game. And there's the game for the D-backs. And then I think Nola can shut down a game. I think we're going to have, like, I think this series can offer us multiple different styles of game, which I'm excited about. My hands are tied in this series. I picked Philly to win the World Series before the year. I think Bryce Harper hoisting up that hunk of metal is going to be, is going to happen. Uh, I don't think it's going to be easy, but I do think the Phillies advance uh, to the World Series and ultimately win the World Series. I think it's just their year. Okay. Um, man, Phillies look good, right? The The whole lineup looks really good. Um, Trev, you had your weird golf 
comparison thing that everyone's it was good, right? For, Come everyone on, fast forwarded no. through. No, I liked it. Mad. No, um, my my nice weird hat. one that nice I'm hat, going dork. My weird one that I'm going with is, uh, I'm going UFC fight, uh, Texas Houston. You know, sometimes in a UFC fight, you see them touch hands before the round. I always love after a crazy UFC fight when the guys are like hugging after the match. Um, and you're like, wow, you guys are all sickos. Um, Texas Houston is kind of going to be bad blood. Like they wrestled during the year division rivals. Like that fight is going to be like, that might get ugly at some point. You might see some hard slides in a second. Like you might see guys jawing at each other. Snakes Phillies is that UFC fight where you got two sickos. They're dapping each other up before the round. Like they're excited for the end of the match to like hug the other one. Like, yeah, you guys are, you guys are fucking nuts too, huh? Snakes in seven. They shocked, they shocked the world. I, I think, Jim, you hit it with Gallon, man. I think Zach Gallon, I, I think that, I think Scott Boris loves what happens this series. Scotty Scott B? Boris, wow. wow, okay. Snakes in seven. I got Phillies and whatever. I don't know. And did you pick the games, Jimmy? Or did you just give a... Seven. You went seven, okay. Yeah, I think we're all being a little hopeful there. Uh, you know, you could still get a really good series in six, but I think I think it's not going to be a sweep or five games. I think I think each team's going to get two wins in this series. If I'm Tori Lavello, I go to Tommy Pham right now and I say, "Cause some trouble." I'm being serious about this, like, because I think at, at, at a point they're going to need some like some gusto. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Tommy Pham maybe goes hard in the second base or. Give someone a stare down, maybe jaws a little bit, you know, kind of like the the enforcer, the bruiser coming in. I, I like that storyline. You said this is like these two sickos like like each other. I think there's going to be some some fire in this series, dude. It'll get there. I just think the atmosphere. Think you know, Phillies Braves. This is rematch, division rivals. You know, a lot of history, like. Hey, you know, Philly, Philly people are running with any quote at this point. Like, I think game one, when they host the snakes, I don't think that place is going to be as rowdy as it was oh. for Atlanta game four. I don't. You're going to be in the hype video for the World Series. Yeah, boy. D-backs, don't give any uh, bulletin board material. You know, can't do yeah, it. Just... Or, or did, should Tommy Pham just go slap someone pregame right away? He's done it before. See, yeah, I don't have, I don't somebody. have Tory, I don't have Tory telling Tommy Fam to start <laughs> shit. <laughs> like ultimate power move would be if if Tommy Fam just walked up to Harper, act like he was gonna dab <laughs> him up, and just shoved them a little bit, and said it's on. I think we need that. The uh, ratings, Trev, have been down this year. Phillies Brave series was the only one to be, get like a big draw. I think the Phillies are four of the five most watched games so far this postseason. But people aren't really surprised uh, because the programming slate was silly. But MLB doesn't care because they just care about the aggregate. Well, yeah, individually, each game's down, but we made more games, so it's up. Okay. Yeah. I did. I don't know if I ever said this, but I'll say this now. I did tell Jake, I think at one point, I don't know if it was, this was on air, before the playoffs even started, before the wild card stream, I said, hey, the first game we 
day of the season when we were streaming sports. It was Phillies versus Rangers in the craziest game of probably the regular season that gets forgotten because it was April 1st. They went back and forth like every single inning. And I said, what if the series ends Phillies Rangers in the craziest game seven back and forth of all time? We just get perfect symmetry. It's still on the table. So as a as a person who likes beginnings and endings making sense and a you know a beginning middle end, that's still a fun ending to me. I can see it happening. All right, thank you guys very much. Leave a comment. Tell us all your predictions. Put your government name along so um, you're bound to them. See you later. Subscribe. <laughs>